Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what you taste. Here's Andrew and Alex. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I am good, Alex. It's it, been a while. It has been a while. I haven't had my um, dose of books, which has been disappointing. Well, I mean, hopefully I've given you enough to kind of keep you reading. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've got a little bit more. You've... You sent me this challenge. I thought, we, we don't know. We may only have a limited time together. Mm. And you, you mentioned mystery and crime. So, I have pulled every trick out of my bag. I don't normally do this much crime. Um, and we t- I make this. I say that every time and we laugh about the little <laughs> joke uh, of me doing crime. Yeah. <laughs> the least criminal person. Um, every time. So, I've got... I've got more crime for you, but it is it is December, so I, I will owe you some Christmas stuff eventually. Or, I do love Christmas. Or, so. or non-denominational festive, um, you know, wonder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but today I've got more crime for you. Excellent. Yes. Okay. So the book, Hit me with it. The book I've brought in is L.J.M. Owen's The Great Divide. Uh, now, L.J.M. Owen, she is the author of the Dr. Pym's Inter- Intermillennial Sleuth series. And as much as it sort of sounds like a, a 20-something cocktail... Um, <laughs> The Dr. Pym's Intermillennial Sleuth series is about a sort of an archaeologist type character who takes on very cold cases. So, sort of looking into mysteries that are thousands of years old. Oh, wow. Uh, she's also the director of the Terror, Terror with an R, Australis Literary Festival down in southern Tasmania, uh, which is quite appropriate because this, this mystery crime murder uh, takes us down to Tassie. I am going to start with a tiny content warning because oh. uh, I realised as I was describing the story um, in my script that there is a little bit of description of the fictional crime that might put some people off their Wheaties. Um, <laughs> Not a breakfast book to eat with your breakfast. No, it's um. I think I did. I think I was eating it with uh, re- eating it. I was reading it with a meal once, and I said, "Oh." <laughs> Um, so maybe, maybe if you're if you're feeling a bit sensitive this morning, tune out for like only thirty seconds to a minute. There's no reason to miss the whole segment. Uh, just just the description of the story, which is an important. Uh, <laughs> the great. Of course, Who cares it's about important. the story? <laughs> so the great divide. The great divide arrives us in the town of Dunton, only a few days behind Detective Jake Hunter. He's sought out the remote Tasmanian community to escape unnamed troubles back in Melbourne. But he's struggling to adjust, partly because no one has connected the electricity in his tiny police-issue accommodation, and it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. It's that, time in Tassie, of the, yeah. it's that time of the year, and it's that part of Tasmania where it's really cold. Now, early one morning, Jake is called in to search for a boy missing from the local campgrounds. The boy is quickly found... Uh, cold and terrified in a decrepit vineyard, reporting a sort of a monster that pursued him. Jake's on the case, and when he investigates, he discovers the body of an aged woman. She's quickly identified as the retired headmistress of a nearby school for troubled girls. Uh, only Alex can see the, the scare quotes <laughs> that I'm doing there. And the first thing Jake notices is that each of her fingernails has been removed. Oh. Gruesome enough until the post-mortem reveals further horrors. Oh, my God. I'm so intrigued. Mm. Uh, Well, I'll lend it to you because I'm not going to tell you too much more (laughs) about the story. (laughs) I'm so right. I'm like standing on my tippy toes. Horror, though. Horror is actually the word that sprang to mind several times as I read The Great Divide 
Whilst this is undoubtedly a detective thriller with lots of noir elements, the violence in the atmosphere also lend uh, that air of, you know, kind of the creepy, stalking killer of the 70s and 80s horror staples. Um, especially the vineyard, something about, uh, you know, just I could just imagine a character walking through the vineyard hunting and they, they always walk even though the, the, the protagonist is running. <laughs> and somehow they're still just as fast as the protagonist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, the focus of the violence, um, it also brought horror to mind for me. The headmistress is not the only victim, and while some some men do meet their fate, it is overwhelmingly women that are subject to the more horrific acts of violence in the book. Um, you definitely wouldn't call this a tourism advert. Dunton is more <laughs> Dunton's more Twin Peaks than Dawson's Creek. Oh, right. <laughs> and um, and through Jake Hunter's point of view, we're forced to confront head on the eerie atmosphere that is like the town's every day. Um. So there's this strange little interaction in the pub towards the end of the book. And I, I thought it was quite illuminating. So Jake Hunter is drawn into this conversation amongst the locals about whether the great dividing range extends across the Tasman and incorporates Tasmania's mountains. And as you're reading it, it's really obvious what's happening. And you want to go all Admiral Akbar and Jake yelling, <laughs> it's a trap. Um, but, but he's drawn in and he gives an honest opinion, which immediately sees him ostracized as a blow-in. Uh, it's not spoiling anything to say. He goes, yeah, I guess it does kind of look like they're part of the same range. And they're just like, ah, oh, typical mainlander, you're taking away our mountains from us. <laughs> And I call it I call it strange because it seems to double down on this hostile small town vibe that's already been created by a series of gruesome murders. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's like if this were a satire, you'd be driving into town and it'd be like, "Welcome to Sunny Dunton. Now three days without a murder." <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> and I don't think Owen. Um, our author is trying to warn people off uh, small town Tasmania, but you would be forgiven for wanting to avoid Dunton for a little while. Wow. And so we come to this really interesting conundrum of Australian rural noir. And don't get me wrong, Australian rural noir, rural noir it's fun to say. It sure is. Uh, it's huge at the moment. And there, are, mm. there are authors doing amazing things. Um, but in celebrating spaces from the desert to the bush, it also makes them seem quite terrifying. I mean, I'm even reading uh, a more mainstream uh, Australian fiction at the moment, and there is a, a scene where a cop sort of comments to a reporter that they have, you know, the same sorts of crime as the big city, even murder. Even murder. Mm, it's a strange dynamic, almost like we've given up on the government delivering the NBN or anything really, <laughs> except maybe the apocalypse. And instead, we'll just take heart-stopping murder as a sign that your town has made it. Uh, so I have mixed feelings as I finished The Great Divide. The book definitely creeped me out and it presented the challenge of a mystery and it also offered the, you know, it offered enough clues for the armchair detective in me to solve it. But it also felt to give me enough, I, I'm, I'm going to say, empowerment of the female characters to kind of counteract the violence that we see in the book. Now, of course, the book doesn't have to do that. It's arguably more realistic to see violence against women go without any satisfactory resolution. Um... I mean, that's that's what we see in the news. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that is often a reality. And it might just come down to culture. If you see violence against women as the work of bad men, 
uh, then you'll be happy when those bad men are taken down. Yay! <laughs> if, however, you know it to be the product of a multitude of small acts and omissions that ultimately see violence normalised um, amongst some men, then you might wonder whether a resolution has truly been reached. Um, I would definitely say this is one for the, the noir fans, mm. the creepy fans, the mer- like the mystery fans. Um, uh, and I, yeah... LJM Owens, The Great Divide. That sounds incredibly intriguing, and I like mm. the fact that you got to solve the m- murder yourself, the mystery as well, which is fun. I think I think there's always an opportunity for it to at least speculate. Mm. Um, and recently, um, well, we spoke about Gary Dish's piece. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that was was springing to mind when you were mentioning the whole um, rural town thing as well. Mm, yeah. yeah, so I've I've not only been bringing you crime, I've been bringing you rural Australian yeah, noir. Yeah. Um, And Gary didn't so much as drop all the clues in as offer you enough of the psychology of the characters that you could make an educated guess. Um, I think more with with The Great Divide, it is more in that classic golden age genre where you can... The clue is there. The the, the bits of information are there for you to finally say, I know who did it, or to say, aha, I can see you you told me that, Mm. which is a lot of fun. Mm. And if you're looking for enjoyment in your books, this, this book has it in spades. And I think The Great Divide for me is... In so many aspects of the book, in so many of the ways that it entertained but challenged and brought things to brought things to the surface that made me think, okay, how would we want to see this differently? Andrew, thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. See you next time. That's it for this episode of the 2SER Book Club. The 2SER Book Club records on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Alex James and Andrew Popel. If you want more books from 2SER, why not check out the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast or the Death of the Reader podcast? You'll find those and other great 2SER podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. My name is Andrew Popel, and I will be back with more books for you on 2SER next time. Till then, happy reading.